Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So in today's episode, I'm interviewing a friend of mine, Fred Saliba. Now, I sprung this interview on him, so he's a little bit nervous, and some some parts of the interview, I think, show a little bit of that, but that's completely fine because his message is pure and lovely. Basically, he shares a story of him traveling overseas and basically following his dreams. He sort of found himself stuck in a little bit of a rut with work and home life and had always wanted to travel, but basically never had it, had the the capacity within himself to do so. After reading a couple of books that I'll link to and that we discuss in the podcast, he got up the courage and spent over a year, almost a year and a half in Sweden you know, sort of set up a lifestyle over there and made new friends and started that traveler's journey. He realized once he was in Sweden that he had basically fallen back into the same idea of a home rut. So he needed to travel and continue the traveler's journey from there. And this has led him to discovering his passion. And the passion is basically vagabonding, moving around to different ideas, not having a home base and just exploring the world. This podcast goes pretty deep in the sense that he opens up and quite in quite a vulnerable manner to be honest about things that go beyond just traveling but into his his newfound sense of self his ability to now make friends with males as opposed to just with females that he struggled with growing up and a whole bunch of other little things that I find found quite endearing in the interview process so like I said check it out have a listen and yeah I think you'll enjoy it Okay, so I've got Fred here on the podcast. Um, basically, this is a bit of an impromptu um, interview. We sort of just jumped on board and got you in, which Ooh. is good. <laughs> basically, um, the reason I want to share your story with the listeners is that you've done something that I don't see a lot of people doing. You've started following your dreams, and it's not just a little thing. It's for what most people would consider fairly big. You were in a similar career, well, the same career as my wife, my therapy, and then you decided to sell your business and travel overseas for two years? Uh, 18 months. 18 months, living in so Sweden far. for the most part, and then some extra travel. And you've said that this has basically started to change your outlook on life and, you know, sort of, what did you say, travels, travels now the thing that you, you... You haven't got the travel bug, you are the travel bug. Yeah. So, please... Just give me a little bit of a backstory of, you know, what you did in Sweden, how you survived and what you learned and let's, we'll, we'll have a bit of a discussion about this and dig deep. What do you think? Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much I, well, first off I started with like four weeks travel with a couple of friends. Yep. Um, like a then, European tour. Yeah. Yep. Um, for them it was, they, they had six weeks and I was like, their European tour, six weeks. Boom. Most, I think, so it was like a flash tour, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. For me, honestly, a bit too intense, like too structured. Yep. Um, like we, like going here, 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 here. everything yep. planned out more or less. For me, not good. Not the sort of travel. I got a bit stressed out towards the end. Sure. Got to Sweden, which was planned because I had my working holiday visa. Yep. Um, and got there and I was like, kind of done. Like, I need a holiday from this. Holiday from and a I holiday. haven't even like... I came in, I didn't have any accommodation, I didn't know anyone, no jobs, nothing. Um, 
Which... So, so you landed in Sweden with your suitcase, basically, and, <clears throat> yeah. and some cash. And my and... friends were there. Hey, okay, bye. Good luck. <laughs> um, so, so let's just. I'll, I'll ask you the questions as we go because I'm I'm a fairly anxious traveller. I like I like doing it, but the planning, and the preparation, and it stresses me. Right. So you arrive. They leave. You're on your yeah. own. You've basically got no one there. You can mm-hmm. call people over the internet, and they're like, you know, eight hours, whatever, delayed. Mm-hmm. What or do you ten do? Hours. Ten hours. <laughs> how do you? How do you? Describe that first day of just being alone. What do you What do you do? Well, the first day I was jet lag, probably. <laughs> no, not jet lag, because we'd been over in Europe for like six weeks, uh, four oh, okay. weeks. But yep. it was more just exhaustion from going traveling too fast. Yeah, I just rested. But then I was like, okay, so I started looking for jobs. So okay, just just I just yeah, yeah. backtrack. So, so you arrive. There's no accommodation. Yep. How do you find the accommodation? So we'd stayed in a well, we'd already set up uh, hostels for when we were there. Yep. Th- uh, so you had us. your friends there for yep. two weeks. So you had hostels planned for yep. two weeks. Oh uh, no, no. So we were only in Stockholm together for like two days or three oh, days okay. or something. So we had that accommodation set. Yeah. After that, I had nothing. Okay. Um, ended that up seems finding for someone like me. I'm like, I. What? Well, first, I was looking at before I left, and I was like, do I try and plan, or... I tried to look for jobs. I had no idea how to do it before. You're, you're not in country. I'm not how in the country. Possibly, yeah, I, I mean, also Swedish. Yep. Uh, like, is it in English? English Swedish, like English? Or... Do I look for a job in massage, or do it, you know? Yep. Um, and it was also the accommodation. Like, I don't know. I just realised, let's just... Wing up when we get there, like, there's no chance I could have figured it out beforehand in so, my perception of it. So you, you thought um, it was, you couldn't, you, you realised that you couldn't work it out, so you might as well just get there, be on the ground yeah, and see how Yeah, and it just goes. see what, like, just, I don't know. Were you Let's nervous? go for it. Oh, hell yeah. So how did yeah, you, the, how did you push through that? You said that's the joy of it. <sighs> yeah. How do, you, how do you push through I mean, that... Yeah. <laughs> well, I sat there and I was like, okay, when it's like, shit, I didn't even have, like, resumes printed. I don't think that they were even updated at that okay. point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't even think of this part. So, I remember I sat in a hostel, like, looking this up, and I started going to a few places for accommodation. Some of them were a bust, like... I so, went... I'm assuming you had a bit of a bank of cash to survive, or...? What I had left was about $1,000. Aussie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's not, it's not that much, but it's not, not nothing. Not for... A, I mean, cost-wise, it's about the same as Australia. Okay. So not not the most. Uh-huh. Yeah. I ended up having to ask a little bit more for my parents. Yep. Because what I did was I ended up... I couldn't... I was trying, like, I couldn't get the job and the um, accommodation as quickly as I was keen on. And yep. I decided... Like, someone mentioned doing some volunteer work. Yeah. So I ended up going up north to do some volunteer work, work um, which took 24 hours to get there. Because uh, <laughs> a nice long country, buses and all yep, that yep, yep. stuff. Um, and, yeah, stayed there for two weeks. But then I realised it was kind of like, I was enjoying it, but I felt like I was escaping the fact that I wasn't succeeding in Stockholm and I hadn't found the job and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, do I go... <laughs> so, 
So do I go, like, to another part of Sweden or this? And I felt, no, like, if I go somewhere else, I feel like Stockholm's conquered me, you know, like. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you you, like, you had the determination, like, no, I'm going to get this. Yeah, I had yeah. to go back and I had to find something. So I ended up finding some temporary accommodation yeah. uh, somewhere. And I started, like, it was like a month or two in a share house. Started looking for work. But I think it was like. Got back in July, so a month after I arrived. So I start arrived like start of June, and then like it took me about a month to find work. It was one because I had like my work experience. I'd been working in like bottle stores, like vintage cellars and things like that. So you know, specialized wine. Yep. Knowing good knowledge, but also like the massage stuff. So I was looking at massage, but then like restaurants and or bars. Service interest. But the thing is, I didn't have specific restaurant or bar service work. Yeah. Um, and also, not having worked in Sweden before, you had like all these extra loops. Yeah. And being in the middle of summer season. So, summer people that already looked for. They've already got They've them. already got their summer employers. What did you end up getting? And then, but home. And then also, like, out of, like, all the Swedes leave Stockholm during summer. Oh, do So, they? a lot of um, places. Well, it was their dead season. So it was either like the high season for the tourist people, but they'd already got their job. The other yeah. people yeah, were like, no, well, no, wait another yeah. month or two. So pretty much I had to wait for them. And then I found a yeah, job at a restaurant okay. um, and actually stayed there for the rest of my stay in Sweden in the end. Nice. Um, so you stayed there 18 months? No. no sorry. Uh, so I've been pretty much as 16 months, I think. Because I did, yeah, the month beforehand. Yep. And the, uh, like, three three weeks afterwards. So I was away from Australia yeah. for 18 months. Okay, so, so like, about a year and a half-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you go to Sweden planning on staying there that long? Or was it just sort of like, <sighs> so like, like I, you said, just go there and see how you feel? Well, what I actually thought, I remember saying before, I was like, I'm going to be going overseas for two, three plus years. Yep. Initially, I was like, yeah, you get the working holiday for a year and then probably go to another country and then, you know, Work see around. how we go. Maybe yep. I got there, didn't want to, I want to come back to Australia. Kind of like a few months in, I was like, no, I'm not coming back for a while. Yep. Like, didn't plan on coming back for at least three years. Um, and once I really got in the rhythm of Sweden, um, I decided I wanted to stay for longer. Yeah. Um, I think part of it was because if you stayed for five years... Get a citizenship, pretty much. Nice. And then you can travel wherever you want in Europe. Like, you get the flexibility. Nice. Whereas it's hard, because you get these working holidays for the country specific. Yes. I couldn't... Like, I could have gone elsewhere in Stockholm, uh, Sweden, but I couldn't go and work in France or mm. wherever I wanted in Europe. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, a European citizen. So, I had this massive focus on the citizenship rather than... The travel. You, you, you described prior to recording that you almost got yourself into a rut of working in Sweden. It's sort of like, it's sort of like you started off as a, as a holiday became almost like mm. where you were living and then you, you needed a holiday from your holiday. So you, you, you need to yeah, sort of like, travel from that because you sort of felt too restricted by or too much settled in Sweden, if that makes sense. Yes. I mean, like I did a bit of travel. I didn't do as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Like... 
as you say, you get into your routine and you're like, you're working and you've got your weekends that you honestly just want to relax rather than travel, but then... So did you find you know, yourself getting into a routine almost like similar to what you had here? Yeah, definitely. Over there? Definitely. And that... Some really- people are like, oh, you went and travelled, like, like amazing travels. Like, well, I set up a new life there. Challenge in itself and amazing in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lessons learned, but it's... Probably you- not what I set out for. Mm. Um, and this is where, like, so I decided that I wanted to finish, like, a, like realised I wanted to go to... Keep keep travelling, so I'm going to go to South America in a couple of months. South America's your next Yeah, journey. focusing on Chile. Yep. Because of friends that I got that, I don't know, drew me there. Another story. But um, pretty much once I realised that, I was like, okay, so I decided I'm going to go back to Australia and have a couple of months. But before that, I really need to just go and travel around a bit more of Europe. I haven't seen enough as I wanted to. Yep. Give myself three, four weeks and... Explore. A bit. Yeah. So I want to I want to dig down on that just for people listening. We... The basic summary is is you you went traveling, mm-hmm. you wanted to sort of explore and find, and mm-hmm. then you found yourself sort of sort of almost setting yourself back up as a stable, secure base in just yeah. in a different country, which is great yeah. for a while. But then you like realized that that was happening, and you're like, yeah. well, I don't like this. Your goal is to travel more. Your yeah. goal is to live that sort of vaga modding lifestyle. Yeah. So then you you went on holiday from your holiday. Basically, a holiday. Yeah, you say this. Like, no, 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 no. no. I'm saying the holiday from the... I'm saying the the three weeks travel wasn't a holiday. It was just a... Like, it was what I was meant to... I don't know. It was like... (laughs) A calling. I wouldn't call it a holiday, though. It was like travel. So... I don't know. Sorry. Let's get yourself into your mindset from, say, like two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. You seem like a completely different person to how you were at least... You've you've now got a very strong passion that you didn't have in terms of both your your what you're passionate about and also mm-hmm. your level of passion itself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah, yeah. you Definitely. had the, the my therapy massage business, but you weren't I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't seem that it's like not like this is the best life calling no, ever. I, you know, whereas now I always, now, I always yeah. had the time when I was doing it going, um Doing this for a couple of years so I can go travel. Okay. But then it went out longer than I planned. And this was going into this stuck society of do more and go to the next step. Like, I originally left school when I was like, okay, I'll go for my gap year. Like, I'll like, oh, gap, gap year. And I was like, well, I don't have money. So yeah. I'll do a year at uni and then save up some money while I'm doing that. Yeah. And then have a gap year then. Got a year in, I was like... Still no, no, it wasn't the money. It was, oh, if I do that, I won't come back and finish my studies. Okay. So I finished my studies, and I was like, okay, I'll do it afterwards. Oh, no, I might as well just start a bit more work and then get some more money. Four years after that, like after three or whatever, a couple of years after uni, I was like, my dog died. And I was like, you know, if I get another dog... I'll be stuck here for long. There'll be another excuse why I'm not living. There's always an excuse, right? And I went, like, horrible, like, really sad that he died. But I went, I guess it had to, I needed this to be, not a reason, but, like, a justification well, it was... of it. And I went, I have to learn from this, you know. And mm. 
I just went, I'm leaving next year, early next year, done. Nice. And that's, you know, I figured out the money. to be able, like that, I didn't have much money. But you know, you know I, I figured it out. Like, Yeah, you know? I, I think this is, this is something that I like to, to talk about a lot is the idea that the lights are never always green. Mm. So, the, so the basic concept is, for, for you or for anyone who hasn't really sort of looked into it, is that you wanted to travel. So we'll use yeah. your example. You didn't have money. And mm-hmm. then you had the school, and then yeah. you had the dog. You know, like you have. You, you, yeah. There's all of these reasons that. Well, someone's sick. Or... Yeah, exactly. There's all of these reasons that won't. You yeah. might, you might conquer a couple of them. You might yeah. get the money. Yep. You might, you might, your family might be cool with it, but then you've got, you know, your your your, your, yeah. your massage business is picking up. Yeah. This is honestly that's one thing Maria wife was saying just before I decide when I decided. I was like, yeah, I'm doing this, and she was like. You know, it's like the worst time. Like, it's just as your massage yep, business is, like, time. really picking up. Like, you're making money on this now. Mm. And I was like, I, I think I said exactly that too. I was like, it's never going to be right. Like, it's never gonna be there's right. always going to be something that's, you know, pulling so, you back. And I was like, but I need to do this. And I've always known this, you know. So let's say someone's listening and th- their goal might not be to travel. It might yeah. be to do... Like for me, it's writing books and yeah. whatever the goal is. And let's say they know their goal and they're going, well, I've got these five reasons. And like my, my response is, is like, well, it's never, you know, like, yeah. let's say prior to this, I could, I could have said to you, the lights are never all green and explained this concept yeah. to you. But it took, you know, your dog passing, something traumatic, yeah. something that sort of, I suppose that was almost like a, it did free you up from some responsibility mm. in a sense. Mm. But what... What, what advice would you say to someone that's got a dream that they're not pursuing because of, you know, because of, you know, X, Y, Z problems? And obviously everyone's problems are going to be different, but yeah. what would you suggest to someone? I mean, obviously, yeah, as you're saying, there's certain, certain things that are, you know, like real responsibilities that you feel you have to, but at least don't put it as a endless goal. You know, what if you you're that, like... Sorry? Like, okay, if you've ever read the, the book Vagabonding, they thought this is a really good example. So they talk about how there's these two monks that, um, you know, like they put vows to not be able to, they're not, they're they're not, not allowed, allowed to travel. Yeah, so, so they're so, like, you know, yep. they trick themselves and say, hey, you know, let's go in the summer. And then let's go in the winter, so they never do it. So, so if you, yeah, the 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 book is just know, just to just to fill people in. It's so, vagabonding by Rolf Potts, and mm. yeah, so the two monks are in a monastery. Yeah. And they're always saying, "In the next summer, we'll travel." And then when summer yeah. comes, in winter we'll travel. And then the yeah. next time comes, and they're constantly and telling them that they'll travel. In the really future. putting in the future because there's something in the way. If yeah. there's something in the way, go okay. When that is done, let's do it. Like put a set date in there. Don't you know? Like okay. Actually, in that, like, you know, like, for example, when I did, I was like, okay, February, on date, like, I'm on gonna... this date, done. No excuse, like... Because there will be know, no excuses Because there will be excuses. Um, so, how do you... you know, how you do you... just... Make, okay, yourself so look, a, make yourself accountable as well. You, you set yourself a date. Mm-hmm. And then new things yeah. come in and try and stop you. Yeah. Do you just ignore those things or do you just accept some things just, there's going to be friction. And I, have I to guess it depends it. how much you really want it. Like for me, how much you want it? Yeah, I, like I for me, I yeah. was pushing it back for so long and 
it was the final thing where I was like, okay, no matter what happened, I just, I need to go. Like, you can't push back any further because I know that, I mean, honestly, going through a lot of mental health issues for it when I was here, I didn't realise it at the time, um, but you just need to be true to yourself. Like, and if you really want it, you need to do it. Like, I don't know how to. So, so I got. So, so maybe. So I don't maybe know how me, to. Maybe let me try. Yeah. You're basically saying that it got to the stage that you you realised you wanted it so bad that the 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 lights, in fact, weren't going to stop you. You got, no. you sort of like the, the momentum behind it built up built up so much that you just yeah. like stuff this. I've just got to go. Yeah. So let let's come back to your you coming back home. Yeah. And you've described a little bit of hesitation oh, or yeah. fear or worry that you'll get stuck, fall back into old habits in the sense, mm-hmm. not that they're bad habits, like, but it's more that you'll, it's, it's, habits, very, it's very easy to fall back into an old life. You know, you yeah. come home, your old friends are here, you could pick up your old job, your family's here, and it's sort of like, you could easily just slot back into where you were, yeah. and then you're sort of like, that sort of worries you, am I right? Yeah. It, it did. And I realised as soon as I came back, what I had was definitely not what I needed. What do you mean now? Like, for my personal, like, I still see my really close friends and it's different. But, for example, like, growing up and all the time I had a lot of female friends. Um, And as soon as I moved overseas, majority were male friends. Um... And as soon as I came back, I was like, yeah, catching up with yeah, Maria, um, yeah, yeah, a couple friends. other friends. And I was like, I'm enjoying this, but I was like, I just want to go out f- for a beer with some guys, you know, mm. and ended up like, just like I, I need this. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what I need. Like, so, and so, it's not just beer, but you know, like, it's just this aspect, for example, you know, like, um, I didn't really have before. Like, I'd stay at home, do this, and I I met up with you guys the other day, caught the train home, I went in the city, and I was like, I'm going to go for a beer. I don't have to meet anyone. Like, it'd be nice. Went to one pub, had a few beers. No one was talking. Like, they were in their own circle. Okay, I went, okay, walked home, and I had this thought of maybe it's, like, maybe I can't do this. Maybe... Like you were saying, this fear, like, of being able to achieve your goals, like, will I just fall back into this because I can't make these friends, you know? In Australia. Just in jet like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, of like, confidence. Yeah. I was like, how do I make this? Like, I want this, but what happens if I can't get it, mm. you know? Ended up going past this bar, and I was like, actually, I need to pee. Like, I'm not going to make it home. Went in. Went for a piss, and then went, fuck it, I'll have a beer. And then sat down, and this guy came and sat down. He was like, can I see it? And I was like, yeah. And we just started chatting away. It turned out he was, just flew in from England, like, that night. And, um, yeah, he's going to be here for five months. Similar sort of path that I've been on. I felt like, I don't know, it just reminded me, like, even, like, for example, these sort of, music bands that I've been started um, going to in Sweden and I was like I don't know how to get into that 
He was like, oh, my friends are going to make, uh, uh, like, wanting me to come to this thing on Sunday. And I was like, that's ex- that's exactly what I've been figuring out how to do. Mm. Weird coincidence? I don't know. But I was like, one, I approached this guy. You, you've taken the confidence I, that, you, yeah, uh, that you got I didn't have before. You, you've brought it back with you. And I wanted it so much that I just was like... Honestly, this isn't. I'm not the same person. Mm. That's, and, uh, that's, that's definitely. What I will I've still you. feel the goal. Of feel, feel, sorry, feel the void that I felt. You know, like sorry, of not having those friends or whatever. I can, I can feel that. Feel that. Mm. You know. Mm. You, Honestly, you, I you, went to a different country and built up this whole life for myself. I can do it in my own country. Like, yeah, I was, I was going to say this because, like, let's say you go overseas, <clears throat> you've got an opportunity to effectively reinvent yourself. Yeah. So, like, like. I'm I'm here. I'm in my. I'm me. I've got my own friends. I've got my own routine. I've got myself. Mm. And I've got myself sort of, quote unquote, set up. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was to go overseas, or even to a different, like just out of state where no one knows me, yeah, I've got an opportunity to become someone different. Yeah, and sort of you you're saying you became or you found more of yourself or you you yeah. got that confidence or whatever. All of the above. All of the above, <laughs> and you brought it back, and you're like, well, will that last back here? Yeah. And That's the thing, whether you, found... you fall back into your routines or not. And not just routines, fall back into your old self. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, and, that's, yes. and that's and that's I think that's what the fear you're saying is. Yeah, is and I must you... say I told some people and they were like, Come on, don't be ridiculous. Like you already like you can't do that and people can tell you these things, mm. but you can't know for sure until you've experienced it yourself, you know? Because mm. it depends one what the changes are and what you're looking at, you know. Obviously, certain things you will fall back into. Yes. You know? Of course. Well, you have to by but, default. Of coming yeah. Back but I guess it depends what parts matter for you or... Do you, do you think that this, like, you know, it is, it is a drastic change and, yeah, you did fall into, you know, working in Sweden and that sort of stuff, but it's still a massive change, right? Yeah. Do you think that that process was a journey of self-discovery in some way? No, 100%. Like, yeah. I think like, that um, God, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that there has been a big change from you. You seem just mm. from before and after you. You you've got a level of self assuredness that you you didn't have, and sort of like like a like a strong goal or a strong mm. direction. You've got you've got dreams that you want to follow. It's like you've come back and you're. Going well, I'm um, or you're already planning your next trip. You've set the date, or yeah. you've set it, you know, like a month, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you're gone, and that's mm-hmm. great. Whereas it's it's something that I I I see a lot of people, yeah, and I see a lot of people just sort of just sort of going through the motions of life, yeah. And they'll sort of like you know get the job, stay in the job, get the promotions, get the car, get the house, get the family, stay in the like, and they but sort they're, of they're doing follow it not. They sort it's of follow- not what they want necessarily. Well, some people thing. do. So that, yes, some people exactly, do. Exactly. And that, like, there's, there's, there's separate groups. Like, yeah. I see, I see separate groups, and some people like that's their dream and that's their goal. But the, the, the issue that I have, that I was living, mm-hmm. by the way, was yeah. I was too. sort of going. Yeah. Well, this is what <laughs> this is exactly my point. This is why I wanted to talk to you is because I was going through these these processes of well, I'll get the I I got a full time job, mm-hmm. and then when I couldn't stay at that the first teaching place, I'm like, well, I've been working full time and I've got the house and the car, so I'm going to go to the next full time job. And I sort of stuck with it. And then it, I got to a school that I was not enjoying and it was sort of so bad that I'm like, 
really saw how terrible it was mm-hmm. and I decided to leave. Yeah. And my income level more than halved mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff happened, but it's led me down a path that has distinctly less money and distinctly yeah. less typical goals, mm. but it's more happy. And yeah. then I now look at people that aren't happy in their jobs and aren't enjoying their lives. And when you take an objective look, they they could make some changes, but it's it's a fear of change. It's a fear of difference. It's like, well, what if I don't get the money? What if I, you know... People are what if bad afraid stuff of happens? being afraid as well. Uh, so uh, afraid of being different as well in some ways. 100%. And I, I, wanna, I was going to address that as well and... I'll say it with myself, like going down the path that I'm going down, people are like, well, when are you going to get, when are you going to no. go back to full-time work? You know, you've had your little play. I'm <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't know if I will, yeah. you know, I'll make, I'll make this work. I'll make what I'm doing happen. Mm. You know, in the same way, what you're doing, like I couldn't do what you're doing because it's not my personality. No. It's not my goals, but I respect the, the, the push to go down a path that is you. You know, and if your path was like yourself. 100% and I've got friends that are like, they want to rise to the top of their business and mm. earn the big money and that's them. And it's like, it's but as long as that is them it and is, not society. No, no, and and no, it's so like, is. Yeah, and I'm like, I've picked at them and I'm like, and I'm like, sure, is this you? And they're like, no, and they, they, they full go yeah. into depth and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay, I fully appreciate Perfect. that. Get after it. Like, yeah. you know, enjoy. Like, I hope you yeah. get the CEO position, the big money and all yeah. this stuff because it's so you, but... I just, what gets me and what I think causes a lot of distress and a lot of mental problems is this incongruence between what you're doing and where you want to be. And I think that's sort of where you found yourself in before yeah. you before you left both mm. here to travel and then when you're in Sweden and you sort of realised yeah. you were falling back into it was, the rut. It was quite funny when I yeah, had that and then I went for three weeks travel. I came back for two days in Sweden to pick up my staff to say final goodbyes to my awesome friends. Um, and one of my best mates, he goes, like, man, you're a different person. Like After the three weeks? Yeah. Okay. He's like... What's like, happened? <laughs> like, uh, he, was ju- he was on his last couple of days at this work as well, mm. like the same work we were doing. And he was like, oh, man, this person's annoying me. This, this, this. And I just sat there, I was like, well... Leave. Doesn't matter. Like you're leaving. Like yeah. Who cares? I don't care. Like none of this matters anymore. Whatever. Like mm. it. Like cool. They're doing this. Like cool. He looked at me. He's like, man, you're really annoying me. You don't care at all. <laughs> like what's going on with you? <laughs> and he was like, but he also was like, he could see that. Yeah, like you were saying that uh, that feeling of I was doing being torn between what I want and what I'm doing. Mm. You know, like. I think for me, I also got confused between travel and living overseas. Like, yes. I was living in Sweden. Your goal is to travel, not to live permanently in another country. Maybe one day, but at this stage. Your goal right um, now. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting there going, well, I'm living overseas and I'm here, so I should be happy. But, and I'm like really connecting with these people and I want to leave them. But I also want to travel. And this job's annoying me, but like I love the job, but I and you're overseas, so that's doing the right thing. And I came back, and he was like, like honestly, like even a few days into the travel, I messaged him. I was like, man, this is what I want. Like this is what I want to do. When I go to Chile, I'm not settling in one place. Like, yes, yes, I might do some work here and there, like a couple months. I mean, you've still got to practically 
get by. Yeah, but... we'll see what happens. But like, or volunteer work or whatever. Like, but I don't want to sit in a place for a year or even six months. Like, you don't want to settle. No, you want to keep keep exploring. Um, because I was just like, this is what I want. Like, I, I was two days in this, and I was like, <laughs> man, and he's like, well, and I'm good. I'm glad for you because like it's just. You know, I was like, yeah. And this, this came back, thing. like, lifted. And I came back and I was like, I couldn't stop smiling. Like, man, I'm coming back You're here. Still smiling. <laughs> and I was, yeah, coming to Australia. I was like, I, I was okay with coming back because I knew what I really wanted. Even before, like, before I went on that travel, I was dreading coming back. Mm. Got onto the travel. I was like, it's okay coming back because I know what I want. Yes. And I know this is what I want. And I will forever be... Chasing what I want. I want, I want to drill down um, on that, that this this concept of now that you know what you want. Yeah. I think I think that's part of the battle. Is that there's people have this sort of like unsort of specified goal, and it's sort of like this this feeling of discontent. Yeah. But it's not a direct like this is wrong. Whereas if they find themselves a goal, if they have like a you've now got yeah. you're going to travel. Indefinitely. Mm, yeah. That's that's now your you know that passion. Yeah, yeah. Prior to that, you had this feeling of discontent, this feeling of unease. Something I knew I wanted to travel. I like I knew I wanted to travel, but I didn't know to what extent. Hundred percent. And now now you know. Mm. Something you something you brought up, this idea of your like your sort of your dream versus your reality. Yeah. I think people get stuck in a in this idea of like have they, they might have a dream or have this goal or have this life. You know, you thought you were going to be like, say, let's say living in Sweden. You're like, oh, I thought this would be, this is it. Why aren't I happy? You said that yeah. just before. Why aren't I happy? I think, I think people get stuck in a, in this idea of like, well, I've got the thing that I wanted. Why aren't I happy? And they sort of double down on it and try yeah. and do it more. And yeah. I think that's yeah. the wrong approach. Whereas yeah. what you seem to have done and what I try to do is let's just constantly rethink to yourself and yeah. go, well, is this right now what I'm happy with? Yeah. You know, like let's say you do get to Chile and you decide to, you, you travel around and you're like, actually, I would prefer to do another six month stint yeah. living in one spot. Yeah, maybe. You can change. Yeah, exactly. It's, there's nothing holding you back no. other than your, exactly. other than your ego saying, well, I got it wrong. Yeah. If you can admit that. Exactly. And this is what like people are like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you like? I don't know. And I honestly, I'm at this stage, I'm realizing I don't want to overplan it because for me, that's what makes it makes it work mm. worse when I go. Okay, I want this, or I want to do this in this place that I don't know. Well, I don't know yet, and I need to be. I'm okay with that now, and and I will forever try and plan anyway. Like that's what that's what I do in my head. I sit there going, oh, what if, what if? You know, my mum called me the what if kid as mm. a kid. Like, you know, but I need to like yeah, think about them, but not pl- over plan it. You know, for me, finding that balance is key, right? Yeah, because because. I know myself, I'll be quite anxious about it, but you're, you're sort of describing, well, the anxiety exists, but you've learned to push through. You've yeah. learned to just accept a level of yeah, yeah. unknown, and that's just what it is, and that's yeah. part of the, That's almost... Maybe, maybe this is... Maybe 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 this is the... You've realised there is an unknown to the lifestyle that you want, mm. and that's part of the fun. Mm. And that, rather than being a bad... The unknown being bad, it's actually yeah. exciting. It's actually fun. Like, you... You, you would go out somewhere, you might meet someone, that yeah. person might become an awesome friend. Yeah. You might not meet anyone. Yeah. It's unknown. Yeah. Either way, it's good. But either way, every connection you make is a connection that impacts you. Good or bad, 
even if you don't realize it, might be minimal, it affects you and them, and it's like, it makes you who you are and keeps you going. It doesn't, every, you know. Every connection impacts both of you. And Yeah. And so it's you, in, yeah. <laughs> you're wanting to make as many connections and as many Not as many as connections, but it's, uh, if you come at it, like, if you come to them, like you're saying, like, whether it's a good, make you a good friend or whatever, like, it's just making that, like, making if you make it, that's awesome, you know. Make the connections. Yeah. I like that. I don't um, know. It's a, yeah. You described before that when you were in Australia prior to travelling, you mainly had female friends. Yeah. And then when you travelled, you mainly had male, male uh-huh. friends over there. Yeah. Um, like platonic. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the reason why that, that gender split well, I think, well, because I, honestly, I, so I, as a kid, I did a lot of ballet. And in retrospect, like, yeah, I enjoyed it. But I think it was, it made it difficult to, like, really understand boys. Yep. Um, and also, and also made it difficult um, with girls as well, like, on a sexual level, mm. because growing up around girls, you treating them as friends, and then how do you how do you seal the deal in the other way? Yeah, how do you go from friend to romantic romantic when friend is your default? Yeah, I always put them on default. Oh, so so, so, so this is another thing. You're sort of used to being the friend. So I would put myself in being friend as well <laughs> with a lot of these people, even when I and then I would be like, oh, what is wrong with me or them or whatever? But there's that mm. side, but then also with males, I found. Later, I think, I just didn't know how to connect. So, and that's sort of like an experiential thing. You didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't have, like, you know, when people are, oh, like, doing footy and stuff at school. I never did it because you never I, did know, it. I didn't like the guys there and I yeah. couldn't connect with them. So why would I? I, I like the sport, but I couldn't connect with the guys. You didn't. didn't so I didn't yeah. feel comfortable there. Um, so when, when you went overseas... I don't know. There's just, you have to make, when you're in this new place, you have to make connections with anyone you can. So it's sort of like put you under the pressure. Just like go. Fight or flight, like sort of. Yeah. Single swim. (laughs) I don't know. Like, for example, I've got um, uh, two friends in who moved to England from Australia as well. Um, And so um, they're, yeah, um, they're partners. And I was more friends with her before leaving. And, like, I was still, I was friends with him. But I realised I went there visiting them probably, like, six months ago. And I really connected with him. Like... Because you've learned... I was like, oh, yeah, you've, like... You've, a, you've developed the skill. Yeah. It was really, like... I was like, man, like, I'm getting there. Like, I don't know, it's not like... It was so, and it was not that I was now more friends with him. I was you've equally got, like I was abi- like you've got the ability to connect with yeah, with, and it's not losing the connection with See, her either. It's just like you've added another part of yourself. Yeah, and I, I, I really appreciate that because it's. I find a lot of people, a lot of people that listen, they have have trouble connecting with people of the opposite of the same gender. Or they have trouble with making yeah. friends and trouble with all that sort of stuff. Mm. And to 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 hear a story of someone that's come from a place of struggling with that connection mm. to now you've 
I mean, I'm not. Not everyone has to go live in Sweden for no. 16 months to come back to be able to make friends. But it's more you've. I feel like you put it down to it. You you threw yourself in and you just tried. You know, like but, right. But you, the you, thing you, is, before that, I probably put it on them as well, waiting for them to come. No, no, no. Like I'm not friends with them because I don't like them. They're a weird, like they're too masculine. They're too what? Like it's their personality. Okay. Also, like, oh, you've now put it on yourself a bit more. No, and, I look back and go, it was probably all me. Not all that's, me. That's what I mean. But, you so know, you've, like, you've, yeah, you've I've got gone. the issue. It was, yeah, like, I'm so, mm. like if I couldn't connect with these people for, and I was going, like, oh, I didn't like these kids. Oh, and so you were going, what, you know, blaming this person, blaming that person, blaming the next person. But it was person. probably because I couldn't relate to them. See, I, you know, I think, I think people go through this thing where they, if, if, if you have an issue with one person, right? It could be them, it could be you. Yeah. But if you're having an issue with five people, chances are you're the common denominator in some capacity, right? Yeah. But and it wasn't like... Not, not a bad no, no, but No, but I'm saying like, it was also like, there was still, I still had male friends, but it was just, they weren't the... Closest. No, it's more, that wasn't the majority. It wasn't, and it wasn't the typical males either. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um... But you, you realise to put it back on yourself a little bit and yeah. see that it could be you. And now that you've I come mean, back... No, I didn't even think of it before. I only thought about it later. I was like, gosh, like... So and, now- and, and when my friends in England, I was like, this specific person who, yeah, like, I liked him and this, but we weren't, like, super close, mm. you know? So So you've now worked out a way to put it onto yourself to see that you can make a change. Yeah. You have changed. Yeah. And it's produced results. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I think that there's definitely something to be said by that. Yeah. That, you know, you can, you can, I suppose it took a detached view of your own life. Yeah. You know, if you travel. Yeah. You get to sort of step back from yourself almost. And yeah. And see, you know, you're thrown in the deep end for one. And yeah. And you're also stepping back from yourself for two. Yeah. And those two things together. You're forced to change. Yeah. And then you can see what you're changing from and what you need yeah. to change to. And But even during it, like, there were some friendships that I probably pushed too much and not enough and mm. look back and it's like, oh, he was a bit of an asshole or whatever. Like, I I put, not necessarily asshole, but I put either too much in or not enough and that forced this friendship to not go well. Um, and I've grown from it. Like. You've grown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I won't do the same thing with the next person, you know, yes. um, like putting too much in one relationship, for example, I realized with, you know, not everyone can give you everything either. You know, you can't just put everything on one person, uh, which I was doing at one point, especially in a situation where I had no one, you know, mm. sort of over, over, overwhelming the one person yeah. too much. And then, and when they, you know, a bit crack. of their cultural, Cultural influence of the background, they're not used to emotion as well. So for them, it was even more so. Um, mm. But this whole thing of neediness as well, like if you're overly needy in the relationship, like in a relationship where you need their attention, you this, you know, if you're too much that, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. then they're feeling overwhelmed and feeling overpressured. They're going to pull back more. Yes. And... At that time, I was like, oh, like, why are they pulling back? And in retrospect, I was like, okay, I was putting too much in you and expecting too much for you. Obviously, you're going to freak out. Yeah. Especially if, when you're not yeah. comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah. As much as you want to, 
Um, so you 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 realized that you were basically being too forceful with emotions, yeah. and that wasn't being reciprocated. And rather yeah. than the person the, reciprocating the way you wanted, they were running from it. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like realizing, yeah, you just have to figure out this balance, though. Mm. But then, even after that, there was a the reverse of that, which I realized recently that one of my other friends, I started overcome. Like I was like, oh, am I being, you know, giving you too much? It like, am I expressing myself too much? Am I doing like, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, well, like, calm down. You don't have to tell me all this all the time. You can trust in like what we have. You know, like it sounds. It sounds know, like you really like. I had opposite ends in some ways. Um, and I started doubting myself again. Mm. I was like, oh, like, are we actually, for, you know, like, am I being too much of a, am I being too forward or this? And it's like, he was like, come on, like, just feel it. You you can feel when you're, you're like this and you can, you, you need to trust you, in something as well as, I don't know. You, you, you've learned that it was just, you're, you're learning, you're learning to find that middle ground in yeah. relationships. And the thing is, like I said, this is what you learn a little bit from everyone. Like, mm. one person teaches you too much, one less, one you're... Something like, it might be the smallest of things, it might be massive, but each relationship teaches you something for your next. I you like know? that. I like that approach. Um, and every person you come across, they give you a little bit of insight in their life, and you give a bit of insight in your, their life, you give back and forth on each side as well. I like that. Um, I, I yeah. want to um, wrap it up soon because we've yeah, been talking absolutely. for a decent amount of time. I just wanted to address Please. a couple of things. We, we brought up the book because before the podcast, I wanted to ask yeah, you yeah. a couple of things. We brought up the book Vagabonding. I yep. read that book um, and it's. I feel like you read it and then you were gone, <laughs> basically. Um, it's, yep. it's basically a book that's sort of gives the, the, the inspiration and also some of the how-to of a vagabonding or traveling and sort of moving around and sort of immersing yourself in the yeah. culture sort of lifestyle. So I'll, I'll put my the Bible. Links. Yeah. <laughs> Bible, yeah. I, I, I would recommend people to read that book. And the second book that you described, and I think this is some of the relationship stuff that yes. you're sort of talking about now is you said models by Mark Manson. Yeah. Um, I haven't read that book yet. No. It's on my, I think I'll read it next. Well, it's, yeah. It's designed for yeah, males and about like, masculinity in a modern society the fact that you know what is that supposed to be are we supposed to be the ma- masculine guy this that it's like and Help, how to approach women help helping relationship building yeah. basically i mean it's supposed to be approaching women but i really took it as also like friends with males as well 100% um, I, about that as they talk about neediness of you know if and you know how to approach side. a woman in a romantic relationship you can approach a guy to have a beer yeah. Like, I mean, it's, exactly. it's, 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 I mean, it's the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, so I'll, um, it's really, I'll I recommend re- everyone, male, female, to read that book. Models. I mean, both of them. Both of them. But, I'll, I'll put the links down below so people can check them out. Yeah. Um, and I've only heard good things about models, yeah. so I'm going to get into that as well. And yeah, yeah. Both on Audible or, um, anyway, yeah, anyway, like, <laughs> I have them on Audible. I've also got the vagabonding in the book. I think I need to get modeling on the book as well. Just, <laughs> uh, just have everything. But <laughs> yeah, I like that. I really appreciate yeah. you um, letting me just impromptu well, thank the you. podcast. Um, and I think, like I said, it's it's not about... Uh, the purpose of this podcast isn't to say, hey, everyone, go travel or live out no, the no, or no, anything no. like that. It's... It's it's follow your dreams because like like I said the change from you you're so much more confident than you've been and you know as you're describing you've got a like you know just a change in your ability to to form relationships yeah. and 
a passion towards just passion, yeah. you know, just, just, you know, like a, like a, yeah. a, a goal direction. And it's something yeah. that I want other people, I want everyone to be able to sort of work towards. But the thing is, it's not something you find overnight. Of course. And it's something you're, that ever changes. And it's just being able to, if I can help anyone to start looking or start, start trying, start, start trying, go like, so, so basically just start. Yeah. And it's ever like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm off again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the continual, the continual seeking and the continual journey. Yeah. So thank you very much for coming well, on the podcast. You. I appreciate it. So thanks for listening. So if you enjoyed the podcast and would like to keep up to date with Fred's travels, you can connect with him on Instagram at TravelerFreddy, and I'll put the links to that, as well as the links to the two books mentioned, Models and Vagabonding, in the show notes below. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting him, and there's a couple of ways that you can do so. The first one would be to recommend it to someone else, to review it wherever you're listening to it, and to talk about it in your blog or your podcast. If you want to support the podcast more directly, you could also consider purchasing one of my books, and I'll put the links below to that. Or if you really want to help me out, become a Patreon supporter. Patreon's a way that you can provide monthly contributions to content creators like myself as a way to help us to continue creating content. I'm only asking for $1 per month, which is the smallest amount, because basically I think that it will be unnoticeable on your end, but would make a massive difference on my end. So if you're interested in supporting me, I would greatly appreciate it. And as a small thank you, I would answer one of your questions as a podcast, blog, or video. So I'll put the links down below to that. And yeah, thank you.